podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so excited you decided to join us. Before we jump in and deep dive into our subject today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsor, sponsors, plural. Uh, first of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. It, it, the customer service is, I, I can tell you a story of like, oh, geez, maybe it's two or three years ago where I couldn't get I, it, was, and it was an older machine. It wasn't one of the newer machines, but I couldn't get it. And they, they literally sat on the phone with me for almost an hour um, trying to problem solve. Eventually we got it. Eventually we needed to get a couple pieces kind of sent, but um, their customer service and that, that, that for, at that point on, they had a customer for life. So go mention Coach Unplugged or, or Coach Collins or any of us, and they'll give you $400 off for you. I said it right, $400 off your next purchase. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, if you're looking to become a better basketball coach, you're looking to expand, if you're looking for a mentor, if you're looking for resources, teachhoops.com is the answer. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's better than Netflix because it comes with me. <laughs> it comes with one-on-one calls. It comes with um, resources and things to make you a better basketball coach. It has everything that you're going to need in one spot. It has the roadmap set up for you so you know to kind of kind of go tackle other things that you need in order to solve um, your basketball questions. So go over and check it out. It also helps us pay the bills. So go over and check that out. Also, I, and I said this, um, I, I said this on a, on a couple other podcasts. We'd love if you go over and check out our other podcasts: High School Hoops, uh, the Five Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast, the Funnel Down Defense Podcast. Go over and check those out. I think you'll love those. Um, we love sharing with the world. And leave a five star review. Let's head off the podcast. So enjoy. But yeah, I had um, yeah, so a few more. So yeah. I've been co- I've been coaching on the um, Great Britain uh, pathway for youth. Okay. So there's ten regions across Great Britain, and Great uh, Basketball England set a schedule for the drills that we do, and then we we all follow the same program. It's there's like eight sessions a year. Okay. And these kids are they're basically being scouted for to play for the country. Okay. So, uh, uh, you know, at a lower level, like these are 15, uh, 14 year old girls and boys and 16 year olds. And there was a, there was something we were doing recently. I wanted to get your opinion on. It was that they were very much um, moving away from the, the de- denier defense. And they're, as, as a country, they're trying to move into the gap a bit more. So, more of a, more of a, yeah, I guess, more pack covering up for a lack of skill or athleticism. Mm-hmm. So you don't get into a denier when you're one pass away. You jump, you jump to the ball, you jump to the gap. Yep. Just wanted, wanted your thoughts on that. Uh, I love it. I mean, if, if Tony, Tony Bennett, who's a Virginia coach, who's in the final four, it, it pack, it's pack, it, we, yeah, it's help side, it's pack line, it's, right. okay. rota- it's rotational stuff. Um, I'm working on stuff, some stuff for T-Tubes actually on it right now because I'm going to do some of it next year. Um, I love it. I think it's, I mean, it makes up for, you know, I'm good. You're Zion and I'm not Zion. I can stop you from getting the basket. Not all the time, but I can, I can help by gapping it. And, you know, um, you know, it, yeah. And then the thing is you're not giving, you're not necessarily giving open threes. You're gapping, 
but then you're running out on the three shooter. Yeah, uh, close out. Yeah. You're closing hard to get them off the line, and then if they come around, then you're gapping. It's the it's the second and third rotations that make it hard. Um, kids that was will my help next on the first one. Yeah, yeah. My next because yeah, so they they jump. We 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 have them shouting even gap in one of the drills just to get it in their heads. But they're set, and then they're closing out short or they're closing out long. And we're doing different drills. Yep. And so then my next two questions was one around closeouts. So I wonder if you could give me any guidance on how you teach a long closeout versus a short closeout. And then my second question was how, this is a harder question, but like the easiest way to teach like man rotation, is there like, I always struggle to, to sort of yep. have the right formula for that. To teach yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So the first one is the high, it, it's going to depend on the, sh it's going to depend on the kid and the shooter. Um, right. But as far as the high, I mean, I, I'm not a one hand, two hand close. I'm more like, you just got to get something up at that point. Cause okay. all the studies I've seen, it's like, you know, some people will do happy will do happy feet and close out with two. Some will close out with one and down. Some will close out with a hand that's closest to the, what they're shooting. You know, you can find it's like how do you defend a ball screen? Well, some people will head, some people will jump. It, yeah, just do something is my first is my first rule. Um, okay. And because it's the math teacher, if you do close out, the percentage drops. Now. You know, there's a difference between how you're closing out and where you're closing out, whether you're, you know, closing out high or closing out low. Um, yeah. You know, I, I work on every variable that can do it, but it's like two minutes. You know, we're going to close out on okay. hand. We're going to close out two. You know, we're going to close out. So every variable, you know, that, that, that can happen, we'll, we don't have enough time to spend five minutes on this, ten minutes on that. We'll do two or three on each. Because in the heat of the battle, they're going to just go to one of them, and they're as long as they're yeah. closing out, um, that's the easiest. Now, as far as close, as far as teaching it, um, I like to do it in very small groups of three or four, three on three or four on four. Yep. And then you know we work on the closeout, and then we we say we're going to push them. We can, but we're going to let them go. So then we work on the rotation of where's everybody coming. You know, I'll put guys in different spots. You know, we'll start on a wing, and I'll say, you're going to go baseline. And we're going to let them go baseline. Well, so then where where are the other guys? So then I situate the other guys in their side. Um, film is really good for showing this. Um, you know, if you're doing four on four, five on five, and you can stop them and say, hey, this is, we, this is where we didn't get to. You know, I, I call it freeze, and I have everybody freeze when we're yep. doing live stuff. All right, who got beat? Where should the rotation come from? And then eventually I'll show them tape of that. Um, okay. But I would do it in a, you know, you can do it. It's the part whole part thing. So you want to do it in small groups. You really can't do it two on two. You got to do it three on three or four on four. Okay. And then do it in small and then let them do it five on five and just let them play. And they'll get beat and the rotations won't be there. And then you stop them and explain and then go back and say, all right, here's what we're not doing. We're getting. We're getting that first help, but we're not getting the drop from the top down on the second rotation. It's the second and third that kill you. Everybody will stop the ball from getting dunked on, you know, or, yeah. or into the basket. They won't do the, – the second drop or the third drop is where you get killed. Um, so, you, so, you so you condition the drill so they allow they them – they, they get beat. They get yep. beat on the closeout. Yep. 
They so and they then, close out and then they go, and we're saying you're going to let them go. I normally we would not. You don't want to let them go, but I said you're going to close and then you're going to let them go. So you got beat. So what's going to happen? What are you going to do? Where are you going to go? So you want to put them in a situation where they're actually at a disadvantage and getting beat. And are there simple principles for rotation? Like you go to the next nearest man or you drop. Yep. You drop. You got to drop to protect. So usually when you're getting beat, it's to the basket. <laughs> yeah. So you want to drop to protect, you know, the paint. And then yeah. what's going to happen is he, he, the good players, if you watch the NCAAs, good players are going to get in there and they're going to slow. The game just slows for them. So they get in there, they slow in the paint, and then they go, oh, crud, I don't have anything. And then they kick it out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so then that's, that's the, even the harder rotation. We've gotten we've, – we've stopped the drive. We've got the sink so he can't dish it off to a low guy. Well, where is he going to go? Hey, everybody, how are you doing? I'm doing great. All right, a couple things. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, make sure you go over and check out ttroops.com for coaches who want to get better. That would be really great. I think, uh, you know, part of the reason I got into this in part, you know, I've, I've been through what you're experiencing right now. I've been a youth coach. I've been a high school coach. I've been a junior high coach. I've helped at the college level. I've coached NBA guys. I've won multiple state titles. I know what you're going through and I am here to help. Um, and if you email, I will email back. And if you, um, you know, join our community, want to get on a one-on-one call, I will do that with you. Um, and I don't know of any other resources that will allow that to happen. So go over and check it out. Um, big changes coming to ttubes.com. Also, a lot of free things you can do to help us out. Subscribe and like here. Leave a written review wherever you listen. You can do that here. You can do that on, on YouTube under ttubes. We have thousands of videos over there. And then if you do any shopping on Amazon like we do in our house, um, down below is the Amazon link. I don't get anything from my Amazon link, but if you use the link down below, www.teachups.com backslash Amazon, and you do any sort of shopping there, um, we get a small little commission every time you purchase something because um, you came from us, and it helps us with our hosting fees. So go over and check it out. All right, let's get back I, to the podcast. Well, where is he going to go? He's going to go out. Well, now we're back into scramble mode. So then I teach them, this is why we don't want to get beat off the dribble. This is why right. we don't <laughs> – because – you know, we're scrambling at this point. Um, and would, would you teach uh, – would you ever tell them to do, like, flybys? When you, is that just a last resort? You have to just – No, flyby for a shot? Yeah, like, I guess on the last second, you just got to go all out speed and you can't – Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I hate flybys because you're, you're, you're out of the play. I guess if it's a shot at the end of the buzzer, end of the half, yeah. end of the quarter, but – you know, how often is a flyby going to be a foul, too? It's like, yeah. Oh, I, uh, they just, coaches don't have hair because of flybys, to be honest with you. So you have long, so you're long, so you're, is there a way you differentiate the short and long closeout? Is it just the distance before you start yes. chopping your steps? Or? Yes. Yes. And it's also like, you know, if it's me versus Zion, I mean, you got to look at foot speed. You know, how are you doing it? Yeah. Okay. And then, could you um, can you draw? Are you able to do that thing where you draw um, those rotations on the screen? Um, like an, an example of yeah, someone. Yeah, I you think I can. I, I'm at school, so I don't. It won't. It won't oh, be, don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, it won't be pretty, but I can try. To, I can try to do it on this. Okay, so, so let's see. 
like a typical rotation if you're getting beat baseline or on the right wing. Yep. So he's here. He's here. So let's put um, let's put an offense up here. So he would he would be gapping. Yeah. Offensive player here. So we'll put the ball here. This is all right. So then he would be gap here. Put a guy here. He would be here. Maybe put a mid post like here. So let's say he let's say he gets let's say he gets around at this point. Yeah. So the problem is he's sealed. So hopefully he's kind of worked his way around. He's not going to yeah. be able to help at this point. So the so what you want to do is work on these rotations. Where is everybody going to go? Well, he's going to stop ball. So then yeah. he's got to sink. He's got to come down. So like I said, what's the good player going to do? The good player is going to get in here. He's going to jump stop. <laughs> and then he's going to go, oh, crud, this guy's 6'5". I'm not a 6'7". I can't do anything. And the guy that's here who's flashing maybe is going to be stopped. Well, where am I going to go? Well, if these guys are good offensive players, they're like this. So he's right. here. You know, what's he going to do? He's going to stop. He's going to pick. And then he's going to kick. Well, then, then this guy's going to have to recover back out to get a high hand. And you can – this is where you play with a piece of paper. Well, where are we getting beat? Are we getting beat here? Are we getting beat over here? Are we getting beat – you know – you watch the NCAAs, they were getting beat in the middle. Well, if they get beat in the middle, then the guy's got more, you know, he's got more angle spots inside to be able to attack. So that's where you got to see your team and your opponent. It's like, where are they beating us? Um, So, you know, we'll we'll push baseline a lot. And sometimes we'll even play, you know, where we only keep them, we try to keep them on one side of the court. Um, It also depends. Sometimes I'll push middle, if I got a big, I'm pushing middle because I got a rim protector in here and I got more help. So it just depends on on the um, on the screen. But I think what you want to do is play around with we're getting beat baseline. Where's how's you know where would they set up rotation? If you went back and looked at some of your games, you could say, okay, here's what teams are doing. They're running five out. They're running four out, one in. Mm-hmm. Here's two drills that I can do where they're getting beat. And again, boom, boom, boom. Work on the rotations. Let them get beat. Um, try to try to correlate a couple things. You know, mm-hmm. closing out, getting beat, rotations, boxing out. Um, if there's one thing I've taken away from the NCAA's is um, you got to rebound. Like all these teams that are playing are rebounded. Man, they're just yeah. you no. Know, you know, they just you know. <laughs> I, I that's my off season. It's like how can I get my guys to be like these teams? They just all. Go get it. It's like death, like to get that ball. Um, Texas, Texas Tech were pretty good on the offense. Yeah, they're all good. They're all good. Yeah. Go to the glass hard. Um, so that's something we're going to work on in the off season about how we can take that next step to rebounding wise. Yeah, I guess because you, you you know you you give um you let off the other team when you don't go to the glass. Yeah, they don't have to box out. They can get away in transition. Right, and they can do that stuff. But I I noticed with the NCAA that like traditional ball deny help is almost irrelevant. They stick so tight to their men. They do, and but that, but but watch, watch Virginia. I'm telling you, watch Virginia on Saturday or Sunday morning for you. 
watch them. Yeah. It's going to be like, whoo, you know, they, it, it comes and you're going, oh, crud, you know, all these. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> it worked. They're trying to save money. They're trying to save money. Lights go on. I don't move enough. You know? Lights out. Yeah. Box out. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I noticed as well, they, they went from a zone to a man in the same possession quite a few times, a few teams. Yep. I, felt, I, I think they went after a few passes, the uh, commentator and analyst said they were switching to a man, and I noticed that. Yep, so uh, part of that change-up, and you and I have talked about this, part of that change-up is just to get teams out of rhythm. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, boom, 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 they've hit us, we're going to change just to get us out of rhythm, and we're going to go back, you know. Um, even if it's a different type of man, you know, maybe it's a push baseline man. Maybe it's a denial man. Maybe it's a back line man. You know, you can change man to man and still make it a little bit different and it freaks people out. Hey everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you love it and you want to support us, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better 14 day free trial. As we talk, subscribe, like, jump up and down, do whatever you got to do. Those Apple podcasts mean a lot to us. I read every one of them. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.